Get your day started right. This is POC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabiro Sheikhessa. Only on the Voice of the Cape. So 6.44 is where we're at this morning. If you've just joined us, welcome into it. Good to have you in our company. It is VOC Breakfast and we move along now to our first feature. Now, Palestinian rights groups have welcomed the International Criminal Court's ruling that it has jurisdiction over the situation in the occupied Palestinian territories and called on the court's prosecutor, Fatou Bensouda, to take swift action. Now, Friday's ruling opens the way for the ICC to investigate alleged war crimes committed in the 2014 Israeli-Palestinian conflict in the besieged Gaza Strip. But of course there has been a lot of conversation regarding this happening online as well over the weekend as we've seen and we thought this morning we would unpack it with Africa for Palestine's Mohammed Desai. Salaamu Alaikum, good morning and thank you for joining us Mohammed. Wa alaikum salam. Shukran so much for having me and for covering this important issue. It's only a pleasure. Now, you know, firstly, we've seen many a time international courts um, basically, you know, speaking about the crimes that have been committed against the Palestinian people. Why is the ICC's decision so hugely significant and how different is it? Well, this is a massive milestone. It's a massive milestone. It's a smart and it's a strategic move that's been taken by the Palestinians. <clears throat> the the previous attempts have always been to petition certain courts to give certain forms of an opinion. But the International Criminal Court, on the other hand, has now got the full muscle to be able to prosecute quite fully Israeli uh, officials, Israeli individuals, Israelis that were participating in war crimes of times against humanity committed against the Palestinian people. And it's actually quite encouraging that Voice for the Cape is covering this uh, topic because we must also see it in the larger picture. In 2014, over 100,000 people, over 250,000 people to be precise, came out onto the streets of Cape Town to protest against the killing of the Palestinian people taking place in the Gaza Strip, uh, a period that saw just more than 2,500 Palestinians, more than 551 of them, uh, children under the uh, age of 16 that were killed in a six-week period. Now, whilst we protested on the streets, we then had in subsequent months and years, we had political action being taken, for example, the South African government downgrading its embassy in Israel. And now we're seeing another action being taken, and that is holding those people that had committed those murders accountable for their crimes. And so, you know, Martin Luther King talks about the moral arc being long, but that it bends towards justice. And this is indeed what we are seeing uh, in this decision by the, by the International Criminal Court to prosecute uh, Israelis that were involved in war crimes in the Palestinian uh, territories. Mm. Now, also, Mohammed Salaam Alaikum, you know, if we were to look at the scope of this investigation, before we get into that, does the ICC they now have jurisdiction over Israel? So how, it, how the International Criminal Court works is that you, uh, as a state, you as a government, you as a country, you become a state party. Mm-hmm. And when you become a state party, any uh, crimes that were committed in your territory, those are the crimes in which the uh, ICC can then prosecute against. And so the, uh, it, it's, uh, it's irrelevant whether Israel is a state party or not. The fact is that crimes were committed within a state party that is a, uh, within a country that is a state party to the ICC and that country being the, uh, being Palestine. Palestine. The Palestinians themselves, you must salute them and you must take their, our hats off to them that they've been playing the long game. 
they, um, they, they decided that they wanted to hold Israel accountable through these various international forums, and they've been working towards that. And so in 2012, when, uh, when Palestine became a member of the United Nations, uh, it was all also about uh, being able to access uh, such forums as the International uh, Criminal Court. It wasn't just a decision that was taken out of uh, nowhere. It was a decision that was in the making. Now, Mohammed, we've also seen Diana Bhutto, who has visited South Africa, you know, previously. She's an international lawyer and former legal advisor of the PLO, saying that, you know, the road ahead is not a smooth one. There's going to be certain challenges that the ICC will undoubtedly face. So in terms of the scope, you know, of what is the way forward and how is it going to work? You know, what are we looking at? I think that we are thrilled uh, at the uh, young sort of energy and the young sort of blood, uh, the young sort of spirit that is within the Palestinian Authority's legal department, the legal experts and legal activists, some of whom, uh, as you have quite rightly uh, pointed out, that we've hosted in South Africa in the past. Most recently, I think two years ago, it was Lima Nazi that was in South Africa, who also is part of the team that brought about uh, this uh, victory that we are seeing. So we know that it's going to be a long game. We know that it's going to be a hard game. But we also know that the stakes are extremely high. Uh, the fact that Israel's Benjamin Netanyahu comes out onto TV the day of this uh, decision to make some ludicrous claims that the ICC is anti-Semitic because it wants to hold people accountable. Mm. The fact that uh, Netanyahu has to go to this sort mm. of absurd degree, I think, is an indication that uh, they are beginning to feel the heat and that uh, Israelis are going to be under the scrutiny of the prosecutor of the ICC, which puts Israel not only into an awkward position, but also will hopefully put a chilling effect on Israel's crimes and criminal actions against the Palestinian people. Mm. We've also seen that it was actually both Israel and the United States you know, that reacted with furious condemnation on the court when the, prosec- when the prosecutor made this announcement. You know, um, uh, If we look at both of these reactions, and, and, and do you, what do you sort of expect from them? You know, do, you com- do you think that they will comply with the investigation? So, uh, I think you spot on. Uh, the fact that the U.S. has come out is interesting for two reasons. Firstly, um, they've come out in the typical way that they do in terms of supporting, defending, and trying to apologize for the Israeli uh, regime. But uh, the United States is also becoming an irrelevant player in some ways in the international uh, forums. Uh, I think that they've been exposed to be quite lacking when it comes to legality or morality. But the other reason that the United States is coming out so uh, strongly and trying to obstruct uh, justice is because they themselves are worried that uh, their soldiers could be held accountable Uh. for actions taken in countries that are state parties. So the United States, like Israel, is not a state party, but the barometer is not whether the individual comes from a country that's a state party, but whether that individual carries out actions in a state party, like Afghanistan, um, which can be considered a war crimes, and therefore makes that individual uh, under uh, makes that individual liable under the ICC. Now, Mohammed, we know the United States, you know, imposed sanctions on Fatub and Sudan. I think one other ICC official. You know, will this have any impact? You know, on the way forward. 
I think that um, while the United States is choosing to be on the wrong side of history when it comes to this issue, uh, we do feel that the rest of the majority states of not only the ICC but also the United Nations itself uh, sees very clearly on this issue and that they are quite fed up of uh, the Israeli regime's uh, transgression. The uh, various countries of the European Union have for many years been trying to play the soft game, has been trying to have a conversation with the Israeli regime, but it's getting nowhere. Most recently, I think it was Belgium that had to condemn Israel for not only destroying part of a certain Palestinian village, but also destroying equipment that Belgium had donated to the Palestinian people. And so we are hoping that this new multi-forum international system that we are currently living in will actually mobilize in support of not only the prosecutor of the ICC, but also the ICC, because the ICC does have, uh, it's not an angelic body itself. I mean, it has Mm. been quite correctly criticized for only focusing on African countries. And so we do hope that the ICC takes this as an opportunity to dispel that myth by by being fearless in the face of uh, injustice. I really do think that, that it's a good, uh, for the international community and for humanity more gender. Mm. Um, then also, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going through some of the articles that was published out on, on, on Reuters and so forth, and I see now that the U.S. government, um, you know, said that, that, well, they came out saying that they will be reviewing this ruling. Obviously, the administration of then U.S. President Donald Trump slapped sanctions on the prosecutor, like you've mentioned earlier, and goes back to, uh, to a, at least on an ICC officially back in September. But uh, just as a closing, um, you know, coming from your side, do you really believe that this investigation will be fair and unbiased? We, we do have trust. We do have trust in the prosecutor. We do have trust in the ICC's legal team. We do know that the United States will try all that it can to obstruct this investigation. But we also know that truth lies on the side of the Palestinians. And we do know that, uh, that justice lies on the side of the Palestinians. It's going to be a long battle. But we, again, we ask our supporters of the Palestinian struggle that we need to continue the fight because the fight is going to be won. But it's going to be one not just in the not just in the Hague, not just in the International Criminal Court, but by a multifaceted approach of putting pressure from the streets that must translate at the ICC and various other bodies. Mohammed, when do we hope to see you know proceedings underway? You know, many a time we hear about these um, courts or yeah, international courts condemning, like we mentioned at the beginning of the conversation. And there's a hoo-ha that happens, you know, online via mainstream media as well. And then you know everything sort of dulls out. Um, so what are we looking at in terms of a timeline? Well, timelines will be difficult, but what is encouraging is the fact that the prosecutor has already outlined three places in which she intends to be investigating further. The first being the 2014 attacks, which were mentioned earlier, um, that killed over 2,500 Palestinians. The second is the 2018 killings against uh, Palestinians who were protesting at the Gaza Strip, at the fence separating the Gaza uh, Strip. Again, another protest in which people of Cape Town and South Africans more generally had made sure was put on the international agenda and was put on to, uh, that was brought to the attention of the international community. The third item that the prosecutor intends to be uh, investigating and prosecuting for, and this one being a very interesting one, that is the transfer of Israel's population uh, into the illegal uh, Jewish-only uh, settlements. So these are three areas in which there'll be an immediate investigation and I think the other encouragement 
discouraging factor in terms of a time frame is that this uh, decision was taken in the interest of pursuing these three items. So we almost in the, you could say, we've already started the prosecution. Uh, we just needed to get over the first legal uh, hurdle. Uh, but uh, as you quite correctly point out, uh, the law sometimes does take uh, it does take quite a while. And until then, uh, I think uh, at least Africa for Palestine and the Palestine Solidarity Movement more generally will ensure that we uh, raise, that we continue raising the plight of the Palestinian people. All right. Well, Mohammed Desai, it's been great chatting to you once again. Mohammed.